0: Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money podcast. It is Tuesday, June 29th. And today we are going to talk to one of you, you fabulous listeners, live on the air with us. We're going to be talking to George from Boston about his future retirement plans and his somewhat unconventional living arrangement. If you have a financial question, we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. Or if you're on our website, if you're on the JillOnMoney.com website, all you need to do is click the contact button, ask your question, and tell us whether you will come on the air live or not. That would be so much fun. Mark will do the rest. Okay, we're going to talk to George right after
1: this. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. George
0: from Boston, welcome to the program. How can we help you out today?
1: I am a relatively young uh, person. I am I'm 28 years old. My wife um, is actually just turning 28 as well. We both started our career in the nonprofit sector, um, and I we actually both changed jobs recently. She started working at. I'm a search firm, and I actually started working at a, a small consulting, uh, Salesforce consulting company. So we have a couple goals. One of them is to buy a house um, in the not too distant future. Um, we're also looking to have a baby in the next few years, but wanted to ask about saving for retirement and asset allocation. Since we both started new jobs, we have to go through all that and, and figure out what we want our asset allocation, and also whether to enroll in Roth 401ks or in traditional 401ks and, and what might be best to do there.
0: Got it. So let me ask you a couple of questions. So you're both now, you have left nonprofit land, you're both now in for-profit land, correct?
1: Yeah, that's correct. And my wife was actually um, on furlough for six months and then um, was laid off. So we had a little bit of a, a gap there and um, I was luckily employed through that, but we did both changed careers um, pretty close together <laughs> within wow. a couple months.
0: That's a lot to take in, though. I mean, like to both start new jobs is tough. I'm so glad you both have jobs. So that's fantastic to hear. Has the shift in career meant a change in compensation? Are you making more, or less, or the same than you were?
1: Yeah, we are luckily um, making more, given uh, we were both in uh, different size nonprofits, but um, we are making uh, a good bit more than we were.
0: How much are you earning now, George?
1: Yeah. Combined, uh, we make um, 127000
0: And are you both eligible for 401ks through the new work?
1: We are. Um, I have a 90-day a, a waiting period, so um, we have a little bit of a gap there, but um, we are both eligible.
0: And 401ks, are they both 401k plans?
1: Yes, they are both 401ks.
0: And they both have Roth options?
1: They do, yeah. They both have Roth Roth Great. options.
0: And matching as well or not?
1: Um, Mine has a a match, a 5% match. My wife actually has um, some profit sharing. uh, So it's a little bit new for us coming from the nonprofit sector.
0: So you're renting right now. How much do you pay in rent?
1: We have a little bit of a funny situation there. Um, During the pandemic, we had an opportunity to um, move from our small one bedroom into the house that my wife's grandparents uh, used to live in, that her parents were renting, so we are are basically paying, uh, you know, the property taxes, and we're paying about nine hundred dollars a month, you know, because of that that situation. So, um, so far,
0: so far, I like that rent. Is this a house that you would <laughs> av- would like to buy from the family and live in, or not?
1: Yeah, initially we thought that might. Be the case, but um, the cost of living in the area that the house is, the value is, is probably too high for what we could afford. So we probably would look elsewhere. We're not quite sure how long we would be here, but we're kind of in a in a waiting period while this is an opportunity where we can pay re- pretty low rent. But it probably will get sold in a in a year or two or something like that.
0: Okay, cuz that's like such a great deal. What about let's go into some of the other particulars. Do you have some debt that's left over, maybe school debt or other debt that's outstanding?
1: We are also very fortunate um in that capacity. We um neither of us have any debt coming in, so
0: I love that. Um, yeah. Love <laughs> it. Fantastic. Uh okay. Now in in looking at the old retirement plans, what did you do with those? Did you leave them where they were? Did you roll them over? What happened?
1: My old retirement plan, which is traditional 401k, I did roll that over. It was with Fidelity, so I, I kept it in Fidelity. My wife's plan, she did not roll hers over yet, and I actually wish we would have rolled it over and maybe even converted to a Roth last year because our income was a lot lower with um, with her being... Furloughed and then laid off, but we missed the boat on that. But it is not currently rolled over.
0: How much is in each of these accounts?
1: I have just about eighty five thousand, mm-hmm. um, and hers is about twenty eight thousand.
0: Do you guys have any other retirement accounts? Do you have Roth IRAs right now, or not?
1: We did start those a couple years ago. Mine has a, about twenty four thousand, and hers has about fifteen thousand.
0: I know you're putting in six grand a year.
1: We just started a few years ago, um, but that is the plan to max out as early as we can with the full full six thousand. Okay. Each.
0: Once you start contributing to your four hundred and one k, what is your goal in terms of how much you're going to put in there?
1: Given our situation this year, where our expenses are pretty low, and we we both started new jobs, um, we are potentially planning on maxing out, maybe even both. I'm not sure how we'll, you know, how close we'll be able to get there, but given our expenses are pretty low and our only big savings goal is a house down payment that we actually already have about like $124,000 saved for a house down payment. We figured we might divert our energies into saving more for retirement this year, given our our situation.
0: So you have 124000 in the house down payment fund. Is that separate from your emergency reserve or is that all sort of clustered in together?
1: It is separate. Our emergency fund is is about 12000 It actually is about five months of expenses right now because our um, our expenses are so low at, at this time, but we might look at beefing that up a little bit.
0: How much must you spend on a home? Let's talk about that.
1: Both our jobs that we did start might have the potential for remote work. We're kind of wondering maybe a couple of years or even a, a year or two down the line, we might you know, look a little outside of the Boston area, probably not going too far, but might help us um, be able to purchase the house um, by not...
0: Maybe you get to um, go to New Hampshire clothes. where there's no state income tax, right?
1: Yeah, that that's um, something. It's actually not that not that far away.
0: I know. It's like Southern New Hampshire. It's always so weird. I lived in New England for a while and I was like, what? There's, but, 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 but I know that the <laughs> property taxes there are killer. So yeah. you sometimes you pay one way or the other. What are you thinking about in terms of the the amount of money that you would spend on the house? So that house down payment fund, um, what does that represent? What's the house value that you think you could afford right now? I think
1: our down payment fund um, is pretty close to what we would need to cover um, the 20% down payment and any extra any other costs that come with the closing process? So, like um, five,
0: fifty, six hundred thousand is like the type, of the amount that you would be spending.
1: That's um, part of the conflict. I, I personally feel like it'd be pretty nerve wracking to buy a house that expensive, which that's kind of the reality of the area. But I would ideally like to pay closer to four hundred, four fifty okay max but okay. um that would be hard to do in this area
0: would it be possible if you did move out a bit if you did go to new hampshire or somewhere else you know i don't know southern maine or wherever like western mass i don't know because the housing market's so weird but is there a place where you think you could get what you would want
1: yeah for sure we're we're actually um our uh one bedroom apartment that we used to live in was about like 700 square feet and we we actually really like tinier living environment. So I think we could definitely find something that we'd be really happy with a little further outside of Boston.
0: Fantastic. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A N G I. Or download the app today. Goal one: buy a house, four to four fifty. You've got the down payment. That's fine. I mean, look, the only thing that I would say is, what do you think the house is worth that you're in the family home right now? What's it worth?
1: Oh yeah, the area we're in is um, pretty close to Boston. It has a pretty good school district. I think it would probably sell for you know maybe over eight hundred thousand.
0: So who owns this house right now?
1: It's owned by my in-laws.
0: Do you have a good relationship with your in-laws? Yeah, a
1: very good relationship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are they rich? Tell me the truth. I'm just saying this. I'm going to ask this bluntly. I'll tell you why. Because I have this idea that like, wouldn't it be cool if you could buy this house and I mean, you could have it, but they could hold some paper for you that you could make it work, right? That they'll get their 800 grand eventually, but that, you know, it wouldn't be. It would be so cool if you could just stay there, but maybe you don't want to stay there. So if they're really rich, they might. There are some ways that you may be able to do this, but if they really need the money, then no.
1: I don't know exactly what what the situation might be. Um, my wife does have a brother, so I think that's part of the consideration. I'm not sure. Uh, my wife's parents, I think, are they both retired recently, and they. I don't think they would need the money from this house, to be honest. But I think they do hope to kind of have that as be part of the the assets that they pass down to both children. So. I not sure um, it's gonna how that might work. <laughs>
0: All right, you're very, you're very um, political and and astute in this because I wanted, <laughs> like, you know, I'm the bull. I'm like running through and being like, how can we own this house? Because it is a big house, though. Obviously, it's bigger than what you're talking about. But on the other hand, you're there, and so it would be neat if there was some way that we could figure it out. I'm just going to put this thought bubble in the back of your heads, okay? If parents who are just retired have a bunch of assets one thing that your wife and I wish you were on the line also, because I would say this to her because you can't do it because you're the in-law and that's not a good conversation to have. But you know, if you guys really did want to stay in the house and it's a year from now and they're putting it on the market and you might say, you know, if there's a way for us to buy this house and do this transaction now, of course, we understand that like you'd want the money, but we would be willing to sort of say that's the asset we inherit and then brother can get some other asset. Do you know what I mean? Like that there would be a way to equalize this if that was something you really wanted to do. I just think in many respects, the family home situation could be provide you with a, a nice entry ramp into the housing market without making yourselves crazy and moving far away but on the other hand it has to be that you know the parents would say okay George and your wife, whatever her name is, I'm going to call her Jenny, um, you know, that, you know, we totally want to make this happen. And we're going to talk to a financial planner or an estate planner to figure out how to make sure that everything's equal, because we don't want to screw your brother. So it's something to have in the back of your mind, if you because you're going to be there for a year, maybe two, but you know, maybe that's something to keep in mind as a conversation starter, especially if you find yourself thwarted in your efforts of trying to find the right kind of place for you guys. All right. And so the answer to your question about Roth versus is traditional. I know that you guys are making more money now but you're in the 22% tax bracket so I would actually use a Roth. I think that's a better option for you right now. So let's let's make your new your new plan I think you should both be using Roths. Don't worry about converting or anything. You'll just move use the new Roths going forward and you're going to start piling up the money pretty quickly. So now let's talk about your asset allocation. What do you got? Where do you lean in terms of your risk tolerance?
1: We are pretty aggressive in terms of our allocation, especially in retirement accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, Our house down payment is high interest savings account as well as bonds. Retirement savings um, is pretty much entirely in stock, some uh, total market index funds. Roll the dice,
0: okay. <laughs> I mean, you are twenty; you're in your twenties. I'm not going to tell you to go. Cr- you know, you have all the other things, the the things that are checked off, and so you rolled over into Fidelity. So you're using mostly the Fidelity index fund environment, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. I have um, s and P 500 that I was thinking about changing to the total stock market. I'm sure it doesn't make. Totally doesn't matter, but it's fine.
0: <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Total yeah. total stock market's fine. What else you got?
1: I also have um, the Roth IRAs are both Vanguard um, and VTSAX. So total stock market funds as well.
0: Um, what about in wife's old retirement account?
1: She was also at with Fidelity for that. Mm-hmm. She is in an S&P 500.
0: Are you only, only, only going to be using the U.S. market? Can we put some international in there? Can we put some small cap in there? Is there, you know, can I convince you to just even in your stock habit to like get a little <laughs> bit more diversified? What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's something I've been, I wanted to ask about. Um, uh, my wife actually has access to some pretty low cost, small, mid, cap funds as well as international in her new Roth 401k. And that's something I wanted to ask about diversifying a little bit in that way. Um yeah. don't really have any international funds. Uh, yeah,
0: I would I would have, you know, unless you want to do it in, you know, you can just keep everything in the stock market index in your rollover if you want. But I would suggest that, you know, you guys should be have have, you know, 10, 15% international, maybe a smaller percentage of that, maybe like 5% in emerging market. What about a little small cap fund, which is something that I think is really important, an important component. I I prefer small versus mid cap myself. If you have the option of maybe um, there could be a real estate fund or a commodity fund, a few percentage or, you know, three, four, 5% in there. And, you know, just to humor me, just to humor good old Aunt Jill, it wouldn't kill you to have just an extended bond index fund, just maybe five or 10%, just a little, a little something in there. That's it and then I think you're good to go. But I do think that rounding out your allocation, adding a few other asset classes in there would make sense. If you are looking at having a baby sooner rather than later, I think that for both of you, and I know that you have this 90-day wait period, so I really do want you to beef up your emergency reserve fund, especially considering that, number one, as you said, it's a little bit light right now. So during this period of time, do me a favor, beef that up so you have you know, more like six to 12 months, and, and lean a little bit heavy on your emergency reserve fund if you are considering having a child in the next couple
1: of years also
0: And what about estate planning you guys have some wills
1: We do not yet um, I mm. my job um, I just learned that they actually have a benefit where um, they will do some of that basic stuff uh, so that is on the top of my list as well as, as I start this new job and all right the allocation to
0: the allocation you're gonna do today the will stuff do that tomorrow but sign up and all you're gonna do is have what's called a sweetheart will. It means that I leave everything to you, sweetheart, and you leave everything to me. And make sure that all of your – I'm sure this is already done, but your beneficiaries, you're each other, right? You're each other's beneficiaries. The reason why you want to just have the wills, might as well have the wills done now. Then when you have the baby, you can very quickly – adjust. I think that you'll probably need to think about some, you probably don't need much life insurance right now, but when you have a baby, you're going to put that on your list also like, oh, we should get some life insurance. Small little matter that you should understand is that it's very hard to get insured once you are pregnant. So if you're thinking about getting pregnant sort of anytime soon, you may want to like, Get a, just a little baseline coverage for yourselves, even if it's like, eh, you know, what, let's just get a half a million dollars for 20 year term policy, because just in case, God forbid, there's some sort of complication in her pregnancy that would prevent her from getting covered. That's all.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's really good to know. I didn't know yeah. that.
0: George from Boston. Go on. Let's number one, change your allocation. Number two, tomorrow, the estate planning, the wills. Keep us apprised of what's happening. You must, because I'm now very intrigued as to what happens (laughs) next. Are you going to go to New Hampshire? Will it be Western Mass? Who knows? Stay tuned. George from Boston will keep us posted. Hey, thanks so much for getting in touch with us and we wish you the best of luck.
1: Thank you so much, Jill and Mark. I really appreciate it.
0: If you'd like to come on the air with us live, all you need to do is send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com or if you're on our website, jillonmoney.com, just hit the contact button. You can follow us here at Ion Money on Apple or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you wouldn't mind, leave us a rating and review. We always like to tell you to do something nice for someone else today. Why? Because it makes that person feel good, but it also makes you feel really good. And isn't that great? Kind of a beautiful, mutual beneficial thing. Here at Ion Money, we are practicing a mantra for 2021 curiosity, compassion, community. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.
1: From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free, starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.
0: Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes Podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode.